Mike Bryant joined us in the studio today to delve out some legal advice about, well, checkpoints. Are they legal or not? Yeah, and keeping your head on a swivel if you do find yourself in a little bit of trouble. Plus, young Allison stepped up with Win the Intern's Lunch with One Hit Wonders. Man, that was a fun trip down memory lane, wasn't it? Uh, for, well, it wasn't her memories, that's for sure. And the HR Files was more about relationship advice than it was about HR. But we got to the bottom of it. We sure did. You'll hear it all right now in the podcast. Kelly and Wood. I got arrested, but I was stone sober. That's what we have up today in Better Call Brian as we are joined by Mike Bryant from the law offices of Bradshaw and Bryant. Now, this is an interesting one. So this one got sent to us by a listener. Uh, we have someone who got arrested at a DUI stop point. There was no breathalyzer, and they assumed that the driver was high on weed, and so they arrested him. Now, the driver says, I wasn't smoking marijuana at all. I was incredibly tired, though. I have been working a lot of jobs. I'm very tired. And I also have some speech issues that maybe he mentioned stuttering in here. And he says, I was taken to jail. They took a blood test, charged me with it, and then released me. What's the next step for that? Because, I mean, getting arrested and you say you're sober... And I guess it takes a while to get the blood test back, so yeah. I don't know about that. Depends on the state. Um, you know, the BCA does the test or does the testing in Minnesota, and that's been taking a long time because a lot of things that they've got for backups. Um, I, generally, I tell people in that circumstance is just sit and be quiet and wait, see mm-hmm. what your blood test comes back. Because if your blood test comes back clean, they're not going to charge you with anything other than if there was something else that happened there that we don't know about. Um, checkpoints have been found unconstitutional in some states. because they're so random and they and they don't have what's called probable cause to pull somebody over they argue the states argue that they have probable cause based upon your driver's license that we have a right to pull you over just because and a lot of courts said no you got to have a reason to pull somebody over Mm. and in minnesota we just had a change that they don't that the smell of pot from a car isn't enough for probable cause really um because we keep seeing well it's legal in the state but not federally and that was one thing that they started to talk about a lot today that they're trying to get federally changes so that they can make it work so you can make some of the issues that take place with pot change but that all being said i'd wait and see what they got for proof yeah um it's unfair if you're sleeping or if you're tired and they brought you in uh, that seems a little extreme, but I, they may have a quota they got to fill, and you might have been filling the quota. And so wait and get your results back, see what happens. If a, if a police officer pulls you over and suspects you of drinking and driving, does that give them probable cause to search your car? They they first have to have probable cause for the stop. So okay. a light or you swerved, and, and, and they're even trained on how to follow you, and the odds are 90% most people swerve when they have a cop behind right. them like that. Because you're so, looking in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> so it's... it's <laughs> Your speed. It's an interesting question on what came first, the chicken or the egg. But um, the the um, once they get you, they are able to search or look for anything that's that can be reached. Okay. okay. Um, the in order to get into a place that's closed that you can't reach as a driver, like a glove compartment or a trunk, they have to get a warrant. Oh, okay. But if they take you and they seize the car, then they, they can can search the car. So there's okay. a lot of factors that come into that. Um, but just as a general rule, they can. In anything that's sitting out there. So if they look in and they observe, you know, seeds or, or half smoked uh, 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 blunts or something, they can seize those things. Okay. Now I can tell you if you pull up on a DUI checkpoint and you do a U turn, that's probable cause. Because <laughs> yeah. well, I got pulled over. I did that one. I, I, I wasn't drinking or anything, but I pulled, I didn't have my wallet on me. Oh, uh-huh. okay. And I, didn't have an idea, and I thought to myself, well, great. I'm going, I was like 19. I was like, I'm going to jail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just, 
quick U-turn and started driving off. Man, I tell you what, that cop ran me down quick. <laughs> I bet. And once I explained myself, he's like, no, okay. And he explained to me, like, that's not illegal. I was like, well, I got, I got to go back. Can you, like, wave me through when I come back through? Yeah. So. Oh but man, you got to be careful with yeah, that. Yeah, you stuff. do. The the it, with the checkpoint, they don't. They're just pulling random cars over, and that's a question on whether they have the right to do that. So, but they you do create probable cause by turning around. And running away. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. well, it's better to know. That's right. And we'll do it again next week when we are joined by Mike Bryan from the law offices of Bradshaw and Bryan and Better Call Bryan. Kelly and Wood. We got a lot of money we're trying to give away this morning. Yes, sir. And I want Mark to win it. Mark is on hold right now, and he's ready to play the brain drain. Mark, what are you up to this morning? I'm driving to work. All right. All right, Mark. Now, you know what's a lot easier than working for money? Winning it. There we go. With that quick win, I think you're a shoe in here, my friend. You might want to be a little quicker on the draw here when we play. Because, you know what? You could walk into work and make it rain today. It kind of looks like it's going to rain anyway, so... All right. Well, if we don't That'll win $899, power. you get a full drizzle <laughs> weatherman, my man. All right, let's do this. Yeah. All right, so here it is. You let's got go. 60 seconds to get 10 questions right. You get those 10 questions right, boom, you win the money. You run out of time or you get a question wrong, you lose. You get nothing. Good day. But you're still in for $1,000 come Friday, okay? Excellent. All right, Mark, are you ready? I'm ready. Kelly Jordan, are you ready? Fingers on the timer. All right, Mark. I think we got an uphill climb here, but let's win $899 with the brain drain. In Snow White, what did the witch poison? Pass. What is 100 minus 37? Uh, 67. No. That's a tricky one. Math is tough. Especially if you can't write it down. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to judge you for getting a math question wrong ever. Uh, It was where you're looking for 63 on that one. In Snow White, what did the witch poison? An apple. Yes. But, all right. The good news Uh. is, Mark, like I said, you're in for $809. That's nothing. $1,000 could be yours. Friday, be listening to Brooke at 5 o'clock. If she announces your name, you are getting hooked up. That sounds pretty good, right? That is. And you don't have to answer any questions for that one. No, you just got to call back (laughs) in 99 seconds. And hopefully it's not a speak to dial, Mark. All right, I do. It's time for Happy Hour. Focusing on the good news. With Kelly and Woods. I got great news for you. So as a young man... Who goes by the name of Luke Breyer. Well, he was outside and taking pictures for his homecoming dance with his friends and the girl he was taking there and everything else and uh, doing what you do, getting ready to go to homecoming. Mm -hmm. Well, that is when Elijah Bryant stepped up, who was an Amazon driver, and saw the kids taking photos, right? He took one look look at Luke and said, come here, son. He said, that tie don't look right. He said, it's hanging way down too low. It's hanging outside the bottom of your coat. Let me help you out. Now, this was all caught on a ring doorbell camera. So Elijah Bryant takes the, little, the young man's tie off, puts it around his neck, ties a double Windsor knot, specifically for Luke's height, and gives it back to him and says, now you look sharp enough to go to the dance. Look at that. Now, Luke's dad said, I have absolutely no fashion sense whatsoever. He was like, I tied the tie to the best of my ability. I am so glad that Elijah just happened to be coming by because he looked so much better once he got the double wins or not. Mm -hmm. Did your dad ever teach you how to tie a tie? Uh, He tried. 
Right. Lord, he tried. I cannot do it whatsoever. I Still have like, to this day? No, I have like three ties that I just keep tied. Oh, but don't they get a wrinkle in them then when you try and tighten them up? Do I look like the kind of person who cares? I, well, you should. You do have you have style. I, right, but I, I actually have a really cool one that's a zipper. Like that's the back a, end is a zipper and you just zip, zip that, it up. That sounds cool, Fonzie. Hey, you can joke, man, but it, it bangs. It absolutely looks fantastic every time. I'm sure it does. Mm-hmm. My dad never tied. I don't, I don't think I ever once saw my dad wear a tie. Unless it was at a wedding and it was like a you know a bow tie, like a clip-on bow tie. Ooh, no bolo. He yeah. seemed like a bolo kind of guy. He did seem like a bolo guy, but he mm. never just dre- he never got dressed up ever. A turquoise knob <laughs> there. Yeah. My dad wore the same shirt to church the entire time I knew him, and that shirt was like from the seventies. Sweet action. <laughs> just smelled of brute cologne and cigarettes. But this isn't about. Gil. No, it's not. This is about a young man named Luke Breyer. And here's Luke's dad talking about how nice it was that Elijah stopped and helped him out. You know, this guy's just doing his job. He's seen a, seen a, a guy in need, and he he helped out, and I couldn't be uh, more happy for him and um, my son. And he and uh, young Luke said he loves it when he sees Elijah come back by the house now, because now they always exchange a nice wave with one another. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a that's a connection you make with it, someone, you know what I mean? That has pulled your bacon out of the fire, especially before a dance. Right, you don't want your tie hanging down too low. No, especially if you're going to pop the jacket off. That's right. Look like hit, a mess. Hit them dance moves. Mm-hmm. Either way, I think that's just a cool story because Elijah Bryant didn't have to stop and help this young man out. No. But he did. And Amazon drivers, man, they, they're busy. No doubt. They're dropping packages and moving, Jack. Not Elijah. He stopped to help somebody, and that is why he ended up on Happy Hour today. Love seeing that. We'll do these kind of stories every single day, man. We'll be a beacon of light in the darkness. Thanks to Audio Video Extremes. That was your happy hour. I can't talk to female co-workers outside of work. Woo-wee. That's what we have up today in the HR files, as we are now joined by our human resources guy, Brian Zenzen. Now, I have a email here. Okay. Now, they couldn't come on air. They didn't mm-hmm. want to, and no names involved here, mm-hmm. right? But we have a gentleman... He says, starts off with, I love my girlfriend. Oh, boy. I plan on marrying her. <laughs> but she has reached a point in our relationship where she says this is a breaking point. Uh-huh. She does not like me talking to female coworkers outside of work hours. She says it makes her uncomfortable that we are very open with texting and messaging back and forth. Uh-huh. She said, again, says, like, if we want to make this work, this has to stop. The problem is this gentleman says he has a really good job, mm-hmm. loves his job, mm-hmm. but his work has told him that he must be accessible, and the cake topper is that his boss is a female. Okay. You know? Okay. So Rock and roll. He's pretty much asking, is there kind of a work loophole here that he could hide in to make everyone happy? <laughs> And, you know, say, hey, because the work said, hey, you got to be reachable yeah. at all yeah. hours. Yeah. And sounds like this, his wonderful girlfriend, I'm sure she's a great person, probably has some sort of jealousy issues or, you know, and I don't know, you know, maybe he's taking time away from her to text other people. I I don't know. You know, I'm not going to get into this guy's uh, personal life. But um, so I guess like, what's the difference if he's texting and communicating with his coworkers at home? Or like in the office, you're like, well, you can't talk to people in the office. I guess if he's looking for a loophole, yeah, I mean, this is, it's a requirement of my job. Yeah. I have to be able to communicate with people outside of the workplace, whether there's project projects going on or, you know, if it's on call and they have to staff things, that's just a part of his job. He has to do it. 
mean, this is more of a relationship thing than an HR thing. Like, this girl, we always talk about dating red flags. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I'm catching a big one here. I dated a girl like that. The girl, I, the girl I was serious with before my wife was that kind of way. Yeah. Where, like, say somebody from work texted me, and it was, like, after 7.30 at night. Mm-hmm. It was off to the races, man. Jeez. She assumed I, she instantly assumed I was cheating on her. Yeah, and I, I mean, wasn't, by the way, I was not. I was not. It's like we brought those are those are definite red flag jealousy issues that I think kind of have to be addressed outside. And I think it's probably part of uh, growing up like, hey, you got to realize that every person that your significant other talks to that is of the opposite sex probably isn't out for blood, if you know what I mean. I would like to give this guy a bit of advice as well. It doesn't get better. No, it yeah, does not I, get better. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I, I've I been in relationships like that, too. Oh, they're going to be yeah. a girlfriend. Or something. It okay, never yeah. gets better. Jeez. Well, I, hey, man, sometimes i got to step in on the HR files when it's a little more of a relationship question. Well, I'm glad to see that you did, because yeah. honestly, I don't have anything you know, yeah. like this. The, wood, the woods is an easy ride. Yeah, you wouldn't carry it. You're a leaf in the river. Right. Why would I matter? You know, I'm fantastic. Everybody wants to yeah. talk to the woods. So, like, at the end of the day, if you're, like, you're easy, if you yourself, you should be easy enough Yes. Easy going, <laughs> easy, yeah. easy going, and you sh- like if you trust your 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 partner, your spouse, then it shouldn't be an issue, right? Yep. And I think like th- I think at the end of the day, there's probably some trust issues here. So uh, you're telling this person that you can't help them with the HR aspect, the side of things. No, what you I mean, got to get this to the root of the cause. Yeah, you got to get to the root cause. I mean, like this is a requirement of your job. I have to do it. That's what, all you could tell your, you know, your significant other. Like I have to do this, or I could get, I could lose my job. And what, and what would you rather have happen here? Me lose my job, or you be Slightly a little bit right? <laughs> Sorry, you got to get over it. Yeah. See, I, I got to imagine. And again, I'm just going off of what we're looking at here. I don't think this is going to last. No. I, I hope I'm wrong. It shouldn't. It, that's my advice to him. It should not last, dude. The first thing he said in his emails, I love my girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, why do you have to say that? Hey. Should, you know? Loving a woman shouldn't be this hard, bro. That's oh. what I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> really? Yeah. Interesting. All right, and <laughs> that being said... Uh, I think we've got a conclusion here on the HR file. Yeah, and we'll see you next week. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> Kevin Wood. All right, it is now time for a minute to win it where we come up with a topic. Well, Wood gives us a topic, mm-hmm. and then all three of us, Brian Riley included, have to come up with things in that topic. The last person to get theirs out before the buzzer goes off wins. Now, this one came up yesterday. Mm-hmm. Doctors. Famous doctors. Mm-hmm. Does it have to be famous doctors or just doctors? Oh, it's got to be a do- it's got to have doctor, I guess, in it. Because I could be like Doctor Smith, and that's you know my. So, so the name has to have doctor in it. Well, I or mean, I think a, it should. Or, or can it be a doctor? I think it yes. can be a doctor. Yeah. Okay. Who's a, who's a doctor without the doctor name in it? Hey, just wait. Just wait until the game's. Played. I got one too with no with no doctor. Just name make. In it. Just wait until it's played. Okay. All right. Are we ready? Yep. For a minute to win it. All right. Doctors, minute to win it. Let's go. Dr. Phil. Yep. I had him. Dr. J. How about Bones from Star Trek? That was a doctor. Good call. He's a space doctor, too. I thought Uh, that's the one that Brian was going to do. (laughs) Well, Brian yesterday gave me a good one. Dr. Pepper. Yep. That's that's the. There it is. How about uh, Dr. Love? Who's that? I don't know. It has to exist out there somewhere. (laughs) Dr. Shivago. Oh, I wasn't. I had had that one saved. Mm -hmm. How about Dr. Feelgood? Dang. That was was one of my sneaky ones. Uh, How about JD from Scrubs? Are they this doctors? Doctor? Yeah, okay. Are they yeah. all doctors? At the end, he was. Mer- so you could say, like, Meredith Grey. How about Dr. Quinn, medicine woman? She was on there my list, go. too. Dr. Who? 
Oh, Dr. House. How about Dr. Johnny Fever from WKRP in Cincinnati? That works. It's a great show. It's a great great show. show. Um, Everyone talks about the turkey drop. Hannibal Lecter was a doctor. Yeah, he was. Did someone say Dr. Oz already? No. No. Okay. Uh, Doctor Strange. Doc Doc Ock. Oh, yeah. Doctor Doc Ock. WebMD. Dr. Demento. Jones. I think I got it. I think I got it. Kelly got so excited. I did. I hit, hit the wrong. I hit the wrong button. I got so excited. Say Doctor Pimento. No, I said Doctor Demento. He was a guy who had a radio show back in the day that would play all these wacky versions of songs and stuff. Doctor Demento, look it up. I, I'm not going to look it up. He was na- he was nationally famous. He was like one of the first syndicated national radio shows around. Damn. He Doc- went over the buzzer. Doctor Demento. No, I didn't. <laughs> Wood went over the buzzer. Craig yeah. wants to know how did Kelly not get Doctor Dre. Good call. Oh, that's, that's a, a good, good one. one. That, that is a good one. Doc Holiday. I also oh. had on my list. Oh, that's a good one too. Dang it. I have WebMD. I was going to use that as my sneaky one. Is that a doctor? That's not a doctor. I don't know if, if, that, if you would have won MD's on in the name. If you would have won on WebMD, I would have <laughs> lost it. And my top answer I didn't get to, Doogie Hauser. Oh, oh that's, that's a good one. Yeah, there's yeah. no way you would have got that out before the buzzer. No. I'm shocked that I got Dr. Demento out. But that's, hey. I was I was staring at Kelly down because he's looking at the clock. I'm going, hold on. I got to wait until he yells because then I will yell. Well, funny thing is, I can see the clock, but I still get it wrong every time. <laughs> I, I don't know how. And I got texted in. Dr. Demento is a real person. Barry Hansen, American radio broadcaster. Yep. Thank you. Oh, man, that was my ace. Oh, Dr. Seuss. That was a good one, too. Yeah, that was a good one. I don't trust Dr. Seuss. Well, you don't have to trust him. He's a rhyme slayer, man. I don't trust Dr. Johnny Fever. Dr. Scholes. There's another good one. Yep. All right. Boy, a lot of people are texting in on this one. Well, we missed a lot. We did. (laughs) But that's the way Minute to Win it works. Under that pressure, you never know what you're Mm going to get. But my Lord, will I take this win. It only happens about once every six months, so thank you. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. You guys own any Ferrari merch? Uh, maybe? I think, I think my son has a hat or something. T-shirts, like hats, yeah. things of that nature, maybe some sweatpants. Obviously not the car. No, mm-hmm. not a Ferrari. I wonder, what the, I wonder what the lowest price entry-level Ferrari would be. Probably like 125 grand or something like Are that. Are you talking new or used? You could probably get a beat up used one from like oh, the like 80s. A, like a new one. I wonder <laughs> I wonder what an entry level Ferrari would be. Anyway, this ain't about that. This is about their sunglasses, their keychains, anything that has their name on it. Well, they make $2.5 billion a year, Ferrari does, off of the sale of their merchandise. They don't make that much out of selling cars every year. As a matter of fact, they barely crack $1 billion a year in selling cars every single year. But off of their merch, they make $2.5 billion every single year. I'm guessing that also has to do a lot with the F1 racing stuff. Like, they have F1 right. racing teams. Because in Italy, that's it, yeah. right? Like I mean, that's as big as, like, I don't know, football here or something like mm-hmm. that. But there's, I think there's only, like, one F1 race every month or something. It, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not, you know, like, wild, but... Oh, oh sorry, Brian Riley. That was disrespectful. What, what is that one in Vegas? Isn't it's it? coming up. That's why they're. That's why Vegas is a just a grind right now because they redid the strip. Mm-hmm. Because the strip had a bunch of potholes and stuff in it, and the oh, okay. F one car is going to go down the strip, and you can't have potholes with those things. And it is now the good part about it is the part that's done. It's real nice, smooth, smooth but as a baby's bottom. The 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 strip is. I mean, there's Uber drivers that won't even go on the strip in Vegas. Yeah, right now. Uh, I heard a bunch of people who actually live in Vegas hate that Formula One's coming. Oh, my parents, yeah, but my parents don't go. To, most people like that live in Vegas 
Don't Unless you Vegas. work on the strip, do not go to the strip. Right. No. Like they avoid it like the plague. The so. F1 race, when I lived in Austin, the F1 race was the same way. I always thought it was cool, though, because like helicopters were constantly mm-hmm. flying. It was mm-hmm. kind of a neat event to have there, but barely anybody who lived in Austin went to F1. I mean, it's all like celebrities and rich people. I would love to go to the F1 race in Las Vegas. Like, I think that's going to be so cool. But I, like when I was out there for the Stanley Cup Finals, we got stuck in the traffic. Yeah. And it took us like 45 minutes to go maybe a quarter of a mile. Get on the track. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. So it's right. not surprising, but it is. I mean, you think about it. That's a cool brand. It is a very cool brand. So check this out. So the lowest uh, port, I'm sorry, the lowest Ferrari that you can get, they say no Ferrari can be called entry level because it's a Ferrari. Right. But the lowest price brand new Ferrari that you can get is $225,000. Trump change. Jeez. I, you pay that much for a car. Do you even want to drive it? I, I used, one of the club one of the clubs I used to work at the owner had a Ferrari I don't know what kind it was and he would drive it downtown and like people would be standing in line to get into his club and he would just park his Ferrari there that's dangerous man Ooh. especially if you turn someone away or something mm-hmm. Crazy. he's got insurance on it he does yeah. and I don't know how much shady money that guy had zooming around <laughs> that place well at least you put it out on the radio yeah, I didn't say his name mm, good. Scott. <laughs> I didn't say his name was Shatish. <laughs> that actually wasn't his name. That was his brother. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Either way, maybe I actually did find that super interesting. They make more money out of selling out of selling their merch than they do out of selling cars. And you've never seen a Ferrari commercial, man. Never once. Don't need to. Nope. But maybe you didn't find this one interesting. That's okay. I totally get it. But you have to understand that I don't care mm. because I'm going to have another one for you tomorrow. <laughs> and the day after that. And the day after that. And sometimes I have to look right at you and say, Kevin Wood. All right, it's time for Win the Intern's Lunch. We have uh, pre recorded our answers with young Allison here. I believe we have Emily on the phone who's ready to play. Emily, what are you up to this morning? Just getting ready for work. All right. All right, all right. You know what we would love to do is get you some lunch for work today. All right. Now, poor Allison doesn't get to eat if you win, but that's just the way it goes. That's part of the the intern life. <laughs> so what, here's what I'm going to do, Emily, is I'm going to play you the songs that we played for uh, for Allison. We've already recorded her responses. You just say whether she got them right or wrong, okay? Okay, sounds good. Here is the first song in our one-hit wonders. Well, young Allison, born in 2003, know that song. The artist of that song. The artist? Yeah, she has to guess the artist. Mm, no. All right, let's. Do you know who that is? Um, I know the song, but I don't know the artist. That's a tough one. It was. It was a one-hit wonder. All right, here we go. All right, Allison, tell us the name of this artist right here. Do you yeah. know that song? Stacy's mom, I know yeah. that, and mm. it's like Fountain something. Okay, I don't, I don't know the rest of it. Fountains. Honestly, that's a lot more than I thought she was right. going to. I'm actually kind of shocked that yeah. you even knew that part. It's yeah. Fountains of, and it's a name. Can you give us a name? Like a person's name? Mm-hmm. Yes. Fountains of Kelly Jordan. <laughs> ah, thank you for the shout out, but no, it's Fountains of Wayne. Oh, I would never would have guessed that. Uh, that's a yeah, it's a tough one. That was a big one back in the day, though. All right, Emily, you are doing fantastic. You just got to get best two out of three, okay? Okay. Here is the next song that we gave Allison to identify the artist. This is the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. Ah, oh, such a good song. 
Will she know the artist of that song? No. Let's see. All right, Allison, you almost got the last one. Mm-hmm. Who does this song? This is the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. And while she looks so sad in photographs, I absolutely love her. Do you know that one? I don't even know that song. At all? No, I don't think I've ever heard it. It's actually a jam. That is a jam. Yeah. And you cut it off like right when it's about to slap. I know, right when it's about to slap. My bad. When she smiles. If I could guess, maybe like... Trying to think of like people that sound like that. I don't know. Maybe like Green Day. Green Day. I don't not know. Not a bad guess. No. Not a bad guess. Really really not. Right era. Well, I mean, yeah. Okay. Green Day was a little harder edge than these guys. Okay. Green Day was more pop punk. These guys were more just kind of adult alternative. I mean, don't get it twisted. It's wrong. I mean, yeah, it's okay, wrong. Okay, okay. But, oh, by the way, the group is Nine Days. Nine Days. Never heard of them. Put that on your oldies playlist. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Emily, you're doing good. Now, you've already won Allison's lunch, okay? Right. You got two right. Okay. But would you Please? like to go for the clean sweep and see if you can get all three? Sure, why not? All right, here's the last song that we played for young Allison. Come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. You're my butterfly. Sugar, Will she know who that is? No. All right, let's see. All right, Allison, this last one's going to hurt if you don't get it. Oh, boy. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Man, some good memories to that's that a tough song. Tough one. Uh, I don't know. I've heard the song. Okay. I don't know what it's called or or who the artist. I'll is. give you the name of the song. The name of the song is Butterfly. Okay. Oh. Does that help? Well, I love no, giving answers, but <laughs> no, it doesn't help. Throw out a white rap group from the early 2000s. White rap. She could literally have 6,000 guesses. I don't even know any, like, NSYNC. Is that, is that a white rap group? I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's the work of one shifty shell shock. In the name of the group, though. Crazy Town. Crazy Town. Never, ever heard of that. <laughs> Man. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. I've never felt so old in my life. Well, Emily, I am glad, though, that that made for your payday today because you won the intern's lunch. Kelly and Wood. All right, we got your trash flash on the way in just a couple of minutes with Kelly and Wood in the morning. We'll try and be a little more professional this morning about Uh, it. This story's not going to help us, but yes. All right. Well, Wood, you've heard the theory that the Simpsons predicts the future a lot of times. Yes. And uh, they say they predicted uh, Donald Trump becoming president. They predicted uh, Prince... COVID dying. Too, they predicted COVID. Yeah, the COVID one was very, very loose. Right. Uh, but either way, they're saying now that the Simpsons predict the be- bed bug epidemic. Fans of the Simpsons are saying that in an episode all the way back in 2013, where they went to Europe, the si- Springfield is overrun by bed bugs after the Simpsons get a new inf- infested from Europe. Okay. Now, to me, this is one of those things that is so loosely. The Trump one was crazy. Because in The Simpsons, they had Trump coming down an escalator just like he did. That one was nuts to me. It was it was definitely on the nose. This one is just they get a couch that's infested with bed bugs from Europe, and then they're saying like, because right now I think you were telling us a story, weren't you? That Europe is so infested with bed bugs right now. Paris, oh, but, Paris, okay. And of course that is in Europe. So yeah, you're right. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, with the Olympics coming up, they are really worried about how many bed bugs there are. We're talking like movie theaters. Hotels, apartments. Right. That they're worried about people just not even coming for the Olympics because it's so disgusting. Mm -hmm. So anyway, they're saying that the Simpsons predicted this happening all the way back in 2013. But here's the thing. 
The Simpsons have been writing episodes for what, 30 something years, 35 years. Yes. Of course they're going to hit on things. They, they, think all the things that the Simpsons have quote unquote missed on. Right. right. Yeah, you could say that. Like almost, it would be impressive if they hadn't predicted something. Now, the Trump one, very. That one was wild. Right. But everything else, yeah, I and think I, it's like this. I think when they killed Prince in the one episode, it was because he was trying to like get his music back. Like trying to get the rights to his music back or something like that, and mm-hmm. a lot of people conspiracy corner. A lot of people think that's that Prince didn't die of an overdose; that he was killed because he was trying to get the rights to his music back. I, I don't it's, know. I, 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 hey, I'm just reporting on what I hear on the streets, man. And I, and I know I'm committing sacrilege, but I mean, is anyone really killing anybody over Purple Rain? You understand he had more hits than just Purple Rain. When the doves cry. Prince had about 30 hits, 30 number one hits. We're using the word hits loosely. He had about 30 hits that were in the top 10, at least. I would say a random person would probably know six Prince songs. Yeah, a random person. I, I don't know a single Led Zeppelin song. And they are they were, and, and according, How dare you? according to you, they were the best group of all time. I, or something like that. Right, yeah, greatest rock band of all I'd maybe know, a, a couple, isn't The Watchtower, isn't that one of their songs? You know what? I'm serious. I cannot think of a single Led Zeppelin song right now. We're officially now. fighting. <laughs> That's all it took. I should have been fighting you when you started dogging Prince. I want to punch the color purple in the face right now <laughs> so hard. I'm just saying, just because the average person doesn't know doesn't mean they're not hits. Okay. I'm just saying Prince had a lot of hits. All right. Either way, did the Simpsons predict the bed bug epidemic, pandemic, or what? Do you, who knows? Nah. Either way. Now, we're, now Wood and I are in a fight. Fantastic. <laughs> Here we go. That's all it took. That's all it took. Wednesday all right, Wood. down the crapper. Wood, what's coming up in the trash flash? I've got a young couple celebrating marriage, but not like this. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Yes, it is. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We're going to give it a trashy score, put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to... Florida! Nebraska, my friend! Great Plains trash. All right. Husker, a corn husker trash. There you go. Well, that's where we have a young couple. 23-year-old Saint Ramirez and his bride, Maya. This dude's name is Saint? It is, but... Pretty sweet. He's not doing something holy. Well, that's because the two were celebrating their marriage. Their nuptials. Now, where were they celebrating it at? Well, a park. There's nothing wrong with that. No, it sounds beautiful. The great outdoors. And this park also had a nearby pool. Now, at some point in time during the festivities, who knows, father-daughter dance or, you know, you're, you're a big fan of this, the dollar dance maybe. That happens from time to time, yes. They noticed that Mr. Ramirez and his lovely bride, Maya, were nowhere to be found. M-I-A. That's when a nearby teenager started saying, oh, look at this. Sure enough, the young couple had snuck away for the act of passion. Oh, that'll happen on the wedding day, man. Ah, the two were going at it. Well, they wouldn't stop. You would think if you get caught, you'd stop, right? Yes. Well, someone else nearby noticed this because apparently it was a very crowded park and pool <laughs> and called 911. When a police officer drove up, he noticed that, well, both husband and wife were not wearing any pants. 
The patrolmen loudly advised them to stop, but they didn't. Was she wearing pants prior to this on her wedding day? I believe so. (laughs) That's an interesting choice. At some point in time, the pair finally did stop and started getting dressed, but they were laughing as they were getting their clothes back on. When the cop asked them what they were doing, they said, Hey, relax. We just got married. It's all legal, sir. We're celebrating. And that is when the young lady handed over the marriage certificate. You see, they had actually just gotten the marriage certificate and had not gotten married. Oh, okay. That's a tad trashy. (laughs) But it gets even worse because one of the nearby children that had caught an eye full of this show was Maya's five-year-old daughter. (laughs) I can guarantee you right here and now, that youngin will remember this day forever. Yeah, that's something you don't forget. Well, maybe five. Hopefully... Hopefully her brain grows and drops this memory out at some point. What is going on over there? Well, believe it or not, getting married does not give you the right to smash in public. (laughs) They were both arrested for public indecency and sentenced to 30 days in jail. They should be. Mm -hmm. They should go to... Now will they be in the same cell? You got to go ahead and you got to have like a, a ceremony and all sorts of things to make that marriage license valid. What well, was there? No car nearby that they could have snuck into for a little while. I, maybe they enjoyed maybe a nice little minivan or something. Given the birds a view, who knows? Let's give this one a score, shall we, one? Please. There ain't nothing trashy about having a little wedding celebration out in the park somewhere. Not at all. Uh, but taking it to the consummating the marriage at the park, it's trashy. Ew. That's 200 points trashy right there. Mm-hmm. Only ha- Is only having the marriage license but not actually being married, is that trashy? Seems like it. Okay. Especially when you're waving it around, rubbing it in people's faces. <laughs> oh, they're rubbing it in people's faces, all right. I'm going to give that 150 points right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, what The fact that their five-year-old daughter saw it is trashy and tragic. And gross. All at the same time. So I'm going to go ahead and give that 175 points right there. How about when you get caught? And, and people tell you to stop. And <laughs> you don't stop. And you just keep going. That definitely gets some points. Yeah. I'm going to get that another 150 points right there. I got one for you. Mm-hmm. Being arrested on your wedding day. Seems trashy. That's trashy. 175 points trashy right there. And then we just give another. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. We got a good score here, Wood. Are you ready? Come on. Today, our couple taking it to the next level on their wedding day earns himself a whopping 900 75 points. Trash. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our very first break of the day that we tack on the end of the podcast. I realize that I can't do young people things anymore because I feel stupid doing them. Right. And speaking of young people, I touched a child. Uh, well, uh, on the head. Yes. Yeah, let's clean that up real quick. Uh, How do dare you? Do you want you? me to bleep that, dude? Because I can bleep that. Nah, let all right. Yeah, the story will make it all sound a lot better. <laughs> uh, it's our bonus track, and here it is at the end of the podcast. Kelly and Wood. <laughs> What'd you say? Take a dig at the kid. I didn't take a dig at you. You want to fight? Let's fight. Why do you start every day like this? I don't know. Aggressively. I need to get it out. I flush out the bat. Almost like a here's, wound. Here's an idea. Get it out before we go on the air. No. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. You got to do it live. Well. You got to do it live. Should we go ahead and hit this Hit this James Brown and get the show moving? We're jumping straight to James. Oh, okay. What do you want to talk about? What do you got? Let's jump straight to the JB. I got a couple of things I could bring up. I, I was super embarrassed by my own self yesterday. Oh. But let's hit the James and then we'll hit that. Fine. 
I felt like an 18 year old doofus yesterday. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna tell you about this. All right, here we go. One more day. What's happening? Because we're only guaranteed today. We don't know if they're gonna keep us on tomorrow or not. Oh, I what? We're getting fired because we only got one more day. Some of you are annoyed, but hey, all right, I get we got it one more day to entertain, is what I'm saying. Okay. So yesterday, Wood. So you and I, just really quickly, we should just say, like, okay, so we were up for an award called the Marconi Award last year. Yes. We went to New York, didn't win. No. But it was a hell of a fun trip. But we looked good. We're we're what's that? We looked good. We looked damn good, especially mm. you. Oh yes. Well, we're up for it again this year, right? Mm-hmm. So in and we will win. <laughs> I don't know, but it's another trip to New York, so what the hell? I don't even care. <laughs> but either way, so I we like to dress up for this. Mm-hmm. I would say last year we were two of the best-looking dudes in that room. Uh, the only bummer about it is my black undershirt and black tie. Everyone thought I was a waiter. Yeah. But I was well, a good looking. Plus, you kept bringing water to the table, so that was like a bit confusing. But allow me to explain. I had the jacket on, so I was head waiter. Ah, uh, Yes. That's class. They knew where to go to to complain exactly. about the service. Oh, yeah, he sucks. <laughs> I'll, I'll deal with him later. So in true Kelly Jordan procrastination that I always do, we're leaving on next Tuesday. Yes. So I was After like... After the show. We're doing the show Tuesday. Right. Okay. Yeah, don't panic anyone. Mm-hmm. So I was like, crap, I don't have anything to wear. So I'm driving around. I'm like, so last year, wedding and tuxedo connection in Richmond gave me a... F- oh, that suit looks so good. And you burned the shirt... I did burn the shirt with the iron, mm-hmm. and they were very understanding that I I didn't know how to iron that particular shirt. That's very nice. Well, either way, so I I was dry, I was like I'm not going to bug them because I'm only giving them a week to find me a suit. Like that's not cool to do to someone who has a good relationship with the radio station, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like I'll just I'll go somewhere around my house and I'll find somewhere and. Do- Nobody had a suit for me. Everyone's like, it's going to be X amount of dollars. It was an insane like rush fee on everything. Do you have an odd body size? You look normal. I am normal. Yeah. I'm as normal as they come, dude. I am the most generic everything. Right. Like I, I can't imagine you'd be a difficult fit. Right. But they were just like, well, it comes from here. And then they were like, well, could you pick it up in New York? I'm like... Dude, I'm going to be in Manhattan. Like, I don't know where the nearest tuxedo place is. That's not doable. No. So anyway, so I was like, all right. I'm going to call Wedding and Tuxedo Connection, and I'm just going to tell them, hey, look, guys, here's the situation I'm in. Can you help me out? And they did. They're going to. Shocker. They were like, can you come see us tomorrow, and we'll get you looking fly. And honestly, I'm glad because last year, they picked out like everything for me. Right. I, I don't know anything about fashion. All the way down to your shoes. Right. Mm-hmm. My socks, even, I think they picked out for yeah, me. Yeah, you had some argyle. Right. Mm-hmm. I, so I just want to say shout out to them. And this isn't like a radio commercial or anything like that, but it was just like, I, I was just like, I don't want to do this because we have a good relationship with them. And I don't want to look like that guy who waited till the last second, even though that's exactly what I am. And but, I, talk, I talked to my girl Jenny out there, and she's like, Kelly, we know you're a procrastinator. Come see us, and we will bend heaven and earth to get you a suit for your trip. In fact, we knew you were going to call this late, so we <laughs> set one aside. <laughs> we have. Are your measurements still the same? Good. Is Wood still dressing like the head waiter? Because we can kind of match you guys. Perfect. <laughs> Woody, want a splash of color. Ah, but really? I, just, I seriously, I was like, and this is what I'm saying. This isn't a radio commercial or anything, but I was just like, oh, thank God mm-hmm. people are, look, are looking out for me. But here's the embarrassing part. All right, so I'm driving around yesterday. Okay. And I'm driving a Tiguan right now, a Volkswagen, Tiguan. a 2009 Volkswagen Tiguan mm-hmm. that I got for next to nothing because the sunroof leaked everywhere. I think I got that problem fixed. But I thought, you know what I don't do anymore is put stereo equipment in cars like I used to. 
I used to love doing that. I used to love putting subwoofers in, all that kind of stuff Okay. when I was younger. So I thought, you know what? I got all this audio that I pulled out of my boat. I'm going to put a subwoofer in my car and have a little bass. You know what I'm oh, saying? yeah. And you know what? Having a lot of bass in your car at the age of 47 feels super douchey. That's probably because it is. <laughs> like I'm, so this is the song that I was listening to yesterday. Do you know this one? By Sir Mix-A-Lot. My posse's on Broadway. My no. posse's on Broadway. No. So and I suggest we turn that down before no, he says. There's no curse words in this. Okay. Sir Mix-A-Lot works clean. So you can oh. even. <laughs> this is before Baby Got Back, right? And I know you were just sitting at a red light. Yes. And there's a lot. You probably can't hear. There's a lot of bass in this song. Mm-hmm. But it's a song that I, I'm, I'm trying to find happiness again in my life. Okay. So I'm trying to refer back to the things that used to make me happy. Oh, yes. And with that song, I was sitting at a stoplight. And I was like, boom. And I'm just, it's super loud. And I'm like, this is super douchey. Mm-hmm. I was like, I feel so stupid right now. So I, I went home and pulled it all out. <laughs> was the window down too? All the windows were down. Oh. Sunroof was open because I'm trying to get that moldy smell out of there. Oh, yeah. Because it smells like an old rotten basement in that car right now. And riding solo. Oh, yeah. Bumping your tunes. Boom. Now and I was like, wow, I feel like a douche. Was Sabaro at the mall packed when you drove by? <laughs> did, you, did you run in for a t-shirt and Hot Topic? <laughs> That's how I felt. I was like, this, I was like, it sounded super good, but I was like, this does not feel right at my advanced age. There's a reason. Right. Like, there's a time to shut her down and <laughs> let it ride off. And, like the I've factory. Reached, I've, I've reached that time. You know, like, like the factory radio is it's enough. Is good enough. But not in this Tiguan, though. That's the thing. Okay. It's a, I love the car, actually. The radio sucks in it, though. So I thought, let me just add a kiss of bass on there. And I felt so stupid. Once you get to an H, it's okay to dre- dress up the mids and the highs. Right. But that bass... No, you gotta leave it. You leave it alone. That's a kids' game, man. Yeah. So yeah. I, it was great, and I even like came up with a cool way to install it. It looked all nice, and I was like, "Yeah, I, I'm too old for this." I, I think maybe if you put it back in, you just got to keep the volume turned just way low. low. Yeah. <laughs> and if, if you just want to have a little boom for you, that's okay. Maybe, maybe just when I'm on the freeway where no one else can hear it. But I will tell you this: if your trunk is rattling. And you got a mortgage. And you're in your 40s. Things ain't right. All right. <laughs> you're right. I agree with you 100% on that yeah. one. I'm feeling so good right now. Mm-hmm. So excited for the future. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> Where's Kelly Jordan and what did you do with it? I don't know. Isn't that a nice change of pace, though? Big time. Got to be, man. Hey, I'm telling you, your mindset establishes so much. Oh, it does. I'm, that, a, I'm a huge, huge believer in positive vibes. 100%. You got to have positive vibes. I, I'm working on it, Wood. I'm a work in progress. Yes, you are. As I tell my wife, I'm a work in progress. I'm not the finished product. This ain't the Kelly Jordan you're going to get at the end. And what does she say? She's like, well, can you hurry it up, please? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> no. I don't like this, Kelly. He's no bueno. <laughs> hey, man, how was your evening? It was, uh, I had an incident last night. Oh, no. Now, I had... M- my, again, my wife is in charge of our family schedule. Mm-hmm. She tells me things. I don't care. Right? right? Hey, just give me a heads up closer to the moment. In one ear, out the other. So I, I go home yesterday. I'm kind of doing a few things. And my wife reminds me, hey, don't forget, we have parent-teacher conferences tonight. Oh, those are a hoot. 
Fine, let's go. Who is it? You know, because there's different mentalities going into my children's parent-teacher conference. Yeah. Everett. Buckle up. I, yeah, right? I mean, my, I, look, I love my son to death. I would hope so. He is the spitting image of me, which means mouthy, doesn't pay much attention, gets in trouble. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm prepared for that. Murphy, yeah. on the other hand, she's the franchise. Right. I knew going into Murphy's parent-teacher conference, we were going to get that, hey, her S's are backwards, but other than that, she's fantastic. She's on point. What do we go in? Instantly. She's so kind. She's amazing. Her S's are backwards. She's awesome. Fantastic. So, this is where they get you, though. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've been to any of these lately. Where they've It's got been a-, a while. My kids are a little bit older now. They got a book fair going on during this. Oh, man. The old bait and switch. So, Murphy, can I get a book? Sure, sweetheart. You know, we had a fantastic review. I love the fact that you love to read. And what are you going to say, no to a book? Right. Then you go in, and then you start seeing the price tags of some of these books. Well, then there's posters. Now, I don't buy any of that stuff. You got to get the bookmark. I'm forcing. Special reading light. I'm pushing my children towards the clearance table, right? <laughs> Pre-read books. Yeah, you know, Guinness Book of World Records, 97. Yeah, like, oh, man, those fat dudes are still in there. I'm pretty sure none of these records have been broken, Everett. This is the one you want. Yeah. So, you also understand, there's kids everywhere. It's a madhouse. Right? And there's there's every parent out there trying to protect their wallet at this point. We're all in this together, you mm-hmm, would think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Everett's looking at these hardback books. Good for him. No! I'm talking him out of it. And... That would look good in his room. Murphy sidles up next to me. And I, I'm talking to Everett, and I put my hand down right on top of Murphy's head, and I'm just talking. And I look down, that's not Murphy, <laughs> whose head I am now touching. Instantly, I, I jump back as if this cu- child was liquid hot magma. Well, you got to be careful, man. Oh, big time. I wouldn't want to look over and see your hand on my child's head. Exactly. We, I might be throwing fists. I look down, and I'm just, and this kid's like looking up at me like, hey, <laughs> can I go now? Who are you? And I don't think this is okay. And I'm looking down with, who are you? I don't think this is okay. As a matter of fact, I know this isn't okay. And I'm, hey, yo. I was like, ah. And I, I'm looking around for some parent coming in like a Scud missile at this yeah. point. Nothing. And I just grab Everett. And he's like, hey, I'm looking at this. I'm like, no, you're not. Let's go. And bounce. Yeah. You didn't even buy anything? Uh, well, I went over to Andrea. And I just said, hey, I, I now, again, I was a tad flustered. And I just say, Andrea, I just touched a kid. <sighs> right. Phrasing, Wood. I hope you said that under your breath. I, 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 honestly, I said it too loud because I, I, I said it audibly, right? Oh, Lord. And Andrea, what? I'm like, no, no, I mean, I was like. We're at a book fair, for God's sake. I, I'm like trying to explain to her. I, I was rocked. I was like, some kid just walked up next to me. I thought it was Murphy. I touched her head. She looked at me. I looked at her. It was super weird. Well, what kid? I'm like, I'm not pointing out this kid. Yeah. If anything, right now, the only thing that exists on record about this is me running my app. And you're just praying that kid has a bad short-term memory. Oh, my God. And again, it wasn't anything wrong. It just, it's one of those things around kids, man. You don't touch. Well, it wasn't wrong, but was it right? I mean, it was. <laughs> possibly. I just, I mean, God, you know, I just touched her on the top of the head. Yeah. And we, at that moment, shared a, a, a panic-stricken... I, I honestly, 
I was more scared than her. It's funny. It's like when you go to like to the water park with your kids or something like that, and it's just mayhem, and there's kids everywhere. Mm-hmm. And you're like, maybe reach out to touch a kid's shoulder or something like that, thinking it's your child, and it's not. Well, that that's bathing suit. That's worse. That happened when we went to Wisconsin Dells. I thought I thought this little girl standing in line was Presley, my mm-hmm. daughter. And so I was like, hey, honey. I was like, oh, my God, that's not Presley. Ooh, you called her honey? Uh, yeah. I almost just jumped off the top of the water slide. That's a pervert right there. I know. Throw him off the top. I would have deserved it. I, I would have been like, you know what? I deserve this. I would have led the charge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm here with him, but who cares? He's got to go. Would save me. <laughs> huh, huh, no. Ah. You called her honey. That's <laughs> yeah. That's a bridge too far, my friend. But you got to be careful around those things. But there's so many kids and stuff. Well, and you don't want the kid to freak. Like, what if the kid would have started screaming or something? Exactly. With, with, your, with you palming her head. Well, so whoever that little child is, shout out to you for not freaking out with me grabbing your head like a melon. But side note, if anybody else ever does that to you, scream. Definitely. Yeah. I, my children know. Like, hey, I, I don't care if it is Wood or whoever. Scream. Ne- I. Ne- this draw, reminds draw, me. Draw attention to yourself. I'm not playing with you. Draw attention to yourself. When I was a kid, we were playing a football. We had like a football scrimmage with this other team. Yeah. And I remember I sacked the quarterback. Nice. Drilled this kid into the ground. And I got up. The dad of the quarterback. Yeah. For some reason thought I did something wrong. And he came up and he like grabbed me by the face mask. Whoa. And was like screaming in my face. His dad was? His dad, yeah, in my grabbed my face mask. Whoa. And I'm just like, what is going on here? And then boom, that guy was gone. My dad like tackled the guy to the ground. <laughs> And like the, and I'm just like that's awesome, dude. I'm like, did did anyone else? And I, I'm, for half a second, I'm like looking around for my dad, you know. Yeah. And then like, no, your dad's beating that guy up. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, that's cool as hell. Let's go, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I, hey, man. So yeah, it just scared me to my core. Well, just be more, a little more careful, please. I'll have this to type be. of. Didn't you grab some woman's butt thinking it was your wife? You're 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 walking the razor's edge here, man. I did, but she enjoyed that. But slow it down. Just slow it down. Pay a little more attention to what's around you. Yeah, Chrissy, it's called a mistake. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Should we do some history, please? All right, let's do it. It was on this day, Wood, all the way back in 1898. Puerto Rico. Hey! A Puerto Rico. The United States took possession of Puerto Rico from Spain. I didn't know that happened back in 1898. Mm, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a, probably like a Spanish-American war. So I don't get that. So Puerto Rico is a U.S. territory, right? Right. Okay. So it's ours, but it's not a recognized state. Okay. So, like, if, if you invaded Puerto Rico... Big we'll Daddy's going to come down there and handle it. So do you need a passport to go to Puerto Rico? I... That's a good question. I don't think you do, because uh, I've been there, I think. And I, I I don't think you technically do. Okay. But, you know, it's hard to get from there to there without. You know. How you like this song? This is awful. In fact, I kind of <laughs> wish we had lost this war just because of this song. If we got it in a war, I have no idea what we did. Oh, it was back in 1898. Because I believe we, uh, is the Dominican Republic the same thing? Ooh, I don't know. The District yeah. of Columbia is. Well, Washington, yeah, D.C. That's the capital, right? I know that's I've never, ours. I've never understood that either, dude. I'll be, I'll be honest with my ignorance. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what that means. 
What do you mean? The District of Columbia. It's kind of like uh, like the Vatican, right? Like it's, it's its own place. Right. Okay. I never knew that. I never wanted to bring it up because I was always embarrassed. I didn't know what that meant. Well, I'm not even sure I'm right. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're brought up in the right spot. <laughs> do I need a passport to go there? I, no, you got to get your head checked to go there, though. <laughs> uh, it was on this day in 1985. <laughs> Nintendo release the Nintendo Entertainment System. Come on, man. Golly, I remember the first time I saw one. It was at my cousin Tara's house on her parents' floor model television, which if you don't know what that is, you're probably under the age of 35. Right. But the floor model TV was essentially a giant piece of furniture that had a TV inside of it. A big screen was considered about a 25-inch TV. Yeah. <laughs> but I just remember seeing it. I was like, this is next-level video games, man. Well, it, it was. I mean, until that, you had Atari, right? And well, then this time, yeah. you could actually see Mario's eyeballs and a mustache. And it was multicolored, and the background was... It, it was just so, like, mind-blowing at the time. And think what that changed. Oh, my gosh. With not only just, you know, kids, but, like, your home entertainment system, all that stuff, and it's... A quadrillion dollar business now. Oh my gosh, it's insane. Mm. Uh, and then on this day in 1988. What is it? It's a note from my history teacher, Miss Crane. You gotta meet with her at 315. Today? Uh huh. <laughs> Why do you always wait to the last minute to tell me these things? I've got a life too, you know. It's not like I don't have nothing to do. Roseanne premiered on this day back in 1988. The first Roseanne. A. It, look, that was a rough show. It, it was. And I know, like they said, like they were showing, you know, I don't know, if like you want to Middle call America, yeah. yeah. And but man, a lot. There were some things on there. They were just like, Yee. yeah. I was, I was never really a fan. I was really young when it was on, anyway. But I was just never a fan of that show. I like Roseanne a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. I think that she's hilarious. She has a podcast. She's she's going in the conspiracy theory kind of direction these days, as a lot of people are. But I think she's funny. But that show ugh. and the reboot, I thought was trash from day one. And I will say this. John Goodman is, honest to God, one of my, my five favorite actors. I agree. I just, he is so good in like every single thing he is in. Mm-hmm. And his role as Dan, I thought, was just great. I mean, that's a dude who was just going through it at times, yep. man. You said it, brother. Uh, let's do some birthdays real quick, shall we? Come on. Celebrating a birthday today, a guy I want to dislike, but I can't. If you just let me explain, I can explain this. If you just listen, I've got a letter. I've got a letter here. I've got a letter from Mike O'Donnell. He's the husband in this case. Zach Efron celebrating a birthday today. Okay. He's one of those guys I don't want to like. Kind of like uh, Ashton Kutcher used to be. I didn't want to like him, mm-hmm. but he was just so funny and so likable I couldn't help it. Dax Shepard. He's another one. I don't want to like, but I just like the guy. Zach Efron goes in that camp. Zach Efron just looks too good. He does. He, he looks like a... Like an alien race of what the perfect man should look like. Right. It's not fair. Like the abs. The, give the, me an ab. The abs, the jawline, the hair, yeah. the constant tan for some reason. And then it's then he's talented too. Like and that's not fair. And charming. Yeah. I mean, he's got the whole, he's got the, the guy's got the whole package. I mean, there's got to be something wrong with him, right? I'm sure there is. But you can't. No, I think he can sing because didn't he get his start like on the musical TV show? I don't know. But I, he's got to be 39. Oh, you're actually a little high on that. Zach Efron, all that success, only 36 years old. Crap. <laughs> you got to, you, you, yeah. It's passed you by, Wood. Don't Great. Remember. Feel good about that. Uh, also celebrating a birthday today. Hello. Yes. I'm Van Damme. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Ah, 
the muscles from Brussels. That's right. It's his birthday today. Now, of course, starring in the first rated R movie I ever watched. Which was? Double Impact. Okay. Yeah, that was a quality film. Wasn't that when he was like a pervy gym instructor or whatever? No, he played his brother. Like oh. they were, he played two roles in it, which showed off his acting chops because he <laughs> sucked in both roles. What was the one where he was like a pervy gym instructor and he was like feeling up all the ladies in the gym and it was pretty, pretty nasty. I think that's every other movie he was in, <laughs> but uh, hey, you know what? He's got to be 63 today. Ah, oh, you're right on the nose hey! with that one. And finally celebrating a birthday today. What? Doesn't matter which one run. There'll be a quarterback that'll be named next week. It'll be the starter. There's three quarterbacks on this football team. Whichever one starts, starts. Whichever ones don't, we'll back him up. Period. Cut and dried. It's nobody's concern but ours. Nobody's. Is he from Chicago? Uh, I don't think so. But he like, talks he, Mike Ditka, it's his birthday today. Right. And I just absolutely love, love Ditka. I mean, he had just such an ability just to honestly be like, I don't care what anyone else thinks. I don't get how those guys don't all die of heart attacks. Seriously, because they are just the most high, And it's a high-pressure situation to be in constantly. Right. But, you know, if you do get fired, you're still a millionaire. So Yeah, but... You got that to lay back on. But how old is Ditka? He's got to be up there. I mean, because, of course, he was a Hall of Fame tight end as a player and then went on to coach where most people know him as and then the commentating and everything. Holy cow, he's been around a long time. I'm going to say he's 84 today. Oh, I knew you'd get that one right on the nose, man. You always get the sports ones right on the nose. That's Ditka, man. And, of course, if it's your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well. Jenna texting in. Thank you for doing our work for us. You do not need a passport to go to Puerto Rico. Let's go. There we go. I'd love to see Puerto Rico. Ah, all right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have this. You know, I'm going to be bumping this the whole time. Puerto Rico. Oh, oh look at that. Rico. I just never want to go to Puerto Rico ever again. <laughs> so quickly. Of course, if it's your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well.